2: Or wherever you get your podcasts,
3: I am all in.
2: More, more, more! I wanna kiss you more, 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 more.
4: I wanna kiss you more. I am all in with Scott Patterson and iHeartRadio podcast. Hey
3: everybody! Listen, before we get started, I want to tell you I'm going to be at Indie PopCon in Indianapolis. Indiana, August 25 through 27, so come on down. Let's have some Gilmore fun. Love seeing you guys, and uh, we're going to have a good time. Okay, Pop Culture, Season 5, Episode 19, but I'm a Gilmore. Here's Danielle, Tara, Amy, joining me, 111 Productions, iHeartRadio. We're going to get into this real fast. Rory's explaining to Lorelai that she does not remember her trying to pick her up from the bathroom floor last night but she remembers (laughs) the vomiting Paris. Stop saying that word vomiting unless you want a Mr. Creosote situation on your hands here. Sir Creosote is a fictional character who appeared in Monty Python's The Meaning of Life. He is an obese and rude restaurant patron, who has served a vast amount of food and alcohol whilst vomiting repeatedly.
5: Oh, Lord. Wow. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: Lorelai says Rory should have known the punch was strong because of what Lorelai did last year. Did you learn nothing from Mommy's Coyote Ugly bar dance at last year's salute to the Quakers Festival? So Coyote Ugly is a 2000 American musical comedy drama that I love so much. Uh, Based on the Coyote Ugly Saloon, the Coyote Ugly Saloon is an American drinking establishment known for its bartenders dancing on the bar. Lorelai is referencing dancing like a bartender from the movie Coyote Ugly because she got drunk off of Miss Patty's punch. Um, Has anyone rewatched this movie lately? It's amazing. Not really. Oh, my God. First of all, it's a Jerry Bruckheimer movie. Mm -hmm. Hyper Parabo did a lot of the singing, and then remember Liam Ryan? You guys, the songs are so good, and that cutie that she dates—I love Coyote Ugly. I thought hmm. the real story of Coyote Ugly is something terrible, though. Like it's kind of like a—they tell it in the it, movie. Just watch it, the movie. Yeah, it is. It's, not, it's its it, it kind of—it's it, right? not
3: something you want to repeat.
5: No, it's rough. Yeah. yeah. So if yeah, you want to know, is. it is. You and then then,
3: then then there's double coyote. Ugly.
5: Oh no, I don't want to know what that is. But if you want well, to know, watch the
3: movie. Chewing the other arm off. Oh
5: Lord. Oh Lord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> but the movie's amazing.
3: Uh-huh.
5: Danielle.
4: All right. Suki is giving Lorelai a list of cooking instructions over the phone while she is on bed rest. And Lorelai says, Oh, baby, you lost me a carrots, which, uh, by the way, was the first draft of You Had Me at Hello. <laughs> You had me at hello is an iconic line from the movie Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire, played by Tom Cruise, is trying to win back Dorothy Boyd, played by Renee Zellweger, with a heartfelt speech. Dorothy interrupts his speech and tells him, you had
5: me at hello. First of all, I don't know what's better, that movie or Coyote Ugly. I'm going to give it to Jerry Maguire. Everybody needs to rewatch it. It's so good.
3: Tara, you're up.
5: Wait, we can't talk about Jerry Maguire for like a day and a half?
3: Okay. sure go ahead go ahead no no, no really
5: it's fine you had you had me at hello it's fine
3: that was show me the money who's right? so coming with me show it's me.
5: coming with me and she's uh-huh. like i will go with you jerry and nobody else uh-huh. and i'm taking my fish <laughs> and it is and
3: gentlemen uh Amy no Sugarman is now performing live at your local dinner theater.
5: Back in Jer- the day, at the, the stage Wood-
3: version of Jerry Maguire.
5: Back in the day, at the Brentwood Bar, you could see Cuba Gooding Jr. pretty uh-huh. much any time you went there.
2: <laughs> he doesn't go there
5: anymore because it is no longer there.
2: Just
5: uh-huh. telling you. Give uh-huh. Tell me the money.
2: Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> Man, oh my
5: God! Remember when he won the Oscar, though, and he's just like, <laughs> see. <laughs> Oh God, I love that movie. I love
3: how he just played it so cool. It's amazing. Uh, amazing.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Tara. That movie's really good. Wait, did you know the human head weighs eight pounds? Yeah. Did you know birds and dogs can smell fear?
1: <laughs> I can keep going.
6: <laughs> I was Jonathan say, keep going to best work. I do know that one. <laughs> Go ahead anyway. Uh, Lorelai and Michelle are discussing who can take over while Suki is on bed rest until they can hire someone. Michelle says, absolutely, ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no mountain high enough is a popular (laughs) song released in 1967 by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Tammy Terrell. It has been uh, covered multiple times by famous artists such as Diana Ross, The Temptations, Michael Bolton, and
3: more.
6: Mm. I love Michael Bolton. I'll admit it. Dish. Oh my God. Who do
3: Dish.
5: I love? More? Who do I love more? Michael Bolton, Kenny Loggins, or Richard Marks?
3: Wait a minute. So of those, so of these three names, the Ross, the temptations, Michael Bolton. Yeah,
5: you, Michael you yeah. you
3: wax on Michael <laughs> Bolton. I'm going with
5: Michael Bolton. But let me ask okay. you this tough, tough question. Yeah. Who do you love the most? Everybody has to answer this. Michael yeah. Bolton, Richard Marks, or Kenny Loggins?
3: Oh, Kenny Loggins.
5: I'm going Richard Marks.
3: I'm um, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And plus, he did, he did. Wait a minute. He did the theme song to uh, Top Gun, too. Obviously, right?
5: Danger Zone. Please, I know. Yeah. Come but on, I still Kenny, say Kenny Richard Loggins. Marks. Of the three, I'm going Richard Marks.
3: So name one Richard Marks song.
5: Uh, pfft, don't Mean Nothing. Right Here Waiting. Endless Summer Nights. Uh, hmm. I could go on and on.
3: I think know, they're they, all good. But when you got to Diana this Ross. This, I promise
5: you. This, I'm I sorry, promise you. I'm sorry.
3: I got to stop you. When you got a Diana Ross and a Temptations...
5: And I went with Bolton.
3: I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Logan introduces Rory to his sister as his girlfriend, Honor. I've never heard him call anyone his girlfriend before. Well, Alyssa Milano, uh, but he was 10 and in a weird Who's the Boss phase. Uh, Who's the Boss is an American uh, sitcom television series which aired on ABC from... Eighty-four to ninety-two. Wow, that was that was a good run. Good run. Good, yeah. good eight-nine year run there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the series stars Tony Danza as Tony Maselli, a former <laughs> Major League baseball athlete, like you, <laughs> who st- who strives to race his daughter <laughs> Samantha Maselli, Alyssa Milano. Uh, Outside the hectic nature of New York City and relocates her to Fairfield, Connecticut, where he works as a live-in housekeeper for a beautiful single advertising executive named Angela Bauer, played by Judith Light.
5: Guess what happens in the end?
3: Mm-hmm. What happens?
5: They end up together. Wait, before we move on.
3: Who? Tony Danza and Alyssa Milano?
5: No. God. Gross. No, that's her daughter. Daughter. that's <laughs> her daughter. Judith Light and Tony Danza. So Angela Bauer. Tony
3: Danza and, and, Tony. and, and Ellen DeGeneres?
5: No. Tony. They end up together? <laughs> Tony Maselli. Does
3: Ellen DeG- DeGeneres make a guest appearance in She's Who's the Boss? He's not in
5: this ever. Uh. Tony Maselli and Angela Bauer end up in the end. Let me give mm-hmm. you a couple fun facts.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Number one. Tony Danza did a guest appearance on the Sex in the City spinoff and just like that. But my favorite Tony Danza thing is from the Friends episode when Phoebe talks about the Hold Me Close, Young Tony Danza. Does that not come to your mind every time you hear Tony Danza, you guys?
3: Hold no. Me Close uh, the, from that song?
5: So, from the Phoebe gets the lyrics of Tiny Dancer wrong. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> she-
3: Thanks. That's really funny. Thanks. So, is that in that that, that cat song?
5: Oh, no, is but she,
3: Smelly is cat, another song. No. Did, another did Lisa Kudrow do an album of uh, friends cat? songs? No, did she, but she do, no, did she, she, she
6: only had Smelly Cat.
3: She I had Smell. So. Did she release no, Smelly she Cat as more. a single?
5: No, yeah. but she should have.
3: Was Smelly Cat like a, a top? Song top selling did it was it nominated for anything? Smell no, but can? it should have been.
6: It should have been. <laughs> uh-uh.
5: What are they feeding you? <laughs> <laughs> Paris's nanny is rubbing salve. I don't know how to say that word. Salve, you just salve. nailed it. You- it's not salve. The L is silent, right? Salve all over Doyle's chest. Doyle says, Oh, God, do you remember when Han Solo finds Luke Skywalker in the snowstorm and he cuts open their dead? Tauntaun to hide inside? That's what I smell like at this moment. First of all, hilarious line. Doyle's referencing a scene from the movie Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. In the scene, Luke Skywalker, played by Mark Hamill, and Han Solo, Harrison Ford, are stuck in a snowstorm. They used a lightsaber to cut open their recently deceased Tauntaun, which is a species of semi-sentient repto mammals, their horse per se, to keep warm and stay alive. Doyle makes this comparison because salve is known to smell like tar and sulfur.
2: Hmm.
5: All right. Lorelai is on the phone
4: with Suki asking her where the Culinary Institute applications are for her temporary replacement. And Suki says, huh? They're around there somewhere. Check the freezer. Sometimes I like to read in there. Lorelai then goes, that's very Lucy of you. I'll call when I find them. Now rest. Bye. Lorelai is referring to the iconic character, Lucy, from the series I Love Lucy, pa- played by Lucille Ball. Lorelei makes this comparison because Lucy is
6: quite quirky and hilarious. All right, so Luke is on the phone with Suki telling her to relax and stop interfering with the cooking. Uh, Luke says, and it'll be here waiting for you when you get back. Until then, sit back, relax, and watch Ellen dance around a little. I got work to do. Luke is referring to uh, the TV host, Ellen DeGeneres. On the Ellen DeGeneres Show, which aired from 2003 to 2022. Luke says this because Ellen often did funny dances and skits on her show.
5: Oh, my favorite line coming up.
3: Good. I think it's you. Is it me?
5: Yeah.
3: Uh, Rory is telling Paris that she and Logan are going to try being boyfriend and girlfriend. Paris, I don't believe it. You did it. You landed the whale. You're Annette Benning. Rory. I'm not Annette Benning. It was just a matter of getting him to focus on the situation. Annette Benning is a famous actress married to Warren Beatty. Beatty is known to be a womanizer who claimed he would never get married ever. Um, uh, Paris makes this comparison because Logan is a non committal dude. Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime, and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off, and I need something that works fast. That's where AstroPro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray, and it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Ah, Summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices.
5: Rory calls and says Logan's family hates her. That's impossible. That's like hating Thumper. No one hates Thumper, which is actually such a good line. Thumper is a fictional rabbit character from Disney's animated film Bambi. He is known and named for his habit of thumping his left hind foot. And he's the cutest thing ever, just like Rory. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm. I liked that one. I thought that was funny. Um, Paris is telling Rory about the relationship talk that she had with Doyle, and Paris says, he got dumped two years ago. Apparently, it was a vicious Julia Roberts, Kiefer Sutherland kind of dump. She broke his heart, slept with his best friend, and (laughs) took the dog. That was
0: great. Dang. That that was a great line.
4: Julia Roberts and Kiefer Sutherland met in 1989 when they co-starred in the 1990s Flatliners. In 1990, Kiefer and Julia announced that they were engaged and were set to tie the knot. And Julia called off the engagement a few days before, and on the day she was supposed to marry Kiefer, <laughs> Julia was spotted flying to Ireland with Jason Patrick, Kiefer's close friend and co-star in, 19, in the 1987's um, movie, The Lost Boys. So, uh,
5: I don't... I First of all, I love you, but I don't know what's funnier, whether or not you missed your opportunity with Julia Roberts or... If Brad Pitt should play you in the Gilmore Girls <laughs> <laughs> movie.
3: I had, I had an elevator encounter with Michelle Pfeiffer, too.
5: Oh, shoot. She missed her chance, too.
3: No, no. I. That's a funny story. She that's a funny story. That's actually a really funny story.
5: I love, I love her so much. Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, I love Julia, too. I, I love them all. I love Kiefer Sutherland, too. 24.
3: Kiefer. (laughs) It's
5: an epic show. Kiefer. Oh, my God. Shout out to the person that told me they just rewatched Ally McBeal for the first time in 15 years. And they totally inspired me. I'm going to start it again like this. Paris is reintroducing herself to Mr. Huntsberger. I remember the handshake. Reminded me of Jimmy Breslin. Jimmy Breslin was an American journalist and author. He wrote a column for the New York Daily News. Mitchum says this because similar to Jim... Mitchum says this because similarly, similarly, similarly to Jimmy. (laughs) Keep that in. It's fine. Mm -hmm. I don't know. (laughs) Similarly to Jimmy Breslin, Paris is a determined hard worker.
3: You know, that was a great line, too.
5: Give me the crackstaff. What do you got?
3: That was a great line. All right. Um, When Royer Logan and walking through the courtyard, they pass a group of picketers whose on strike signs have the acronym. GESO on them. GESO stands for Graduate Employees and Students Organization. They were an actual organization at Yale at the time. Oh my gosh. Uh, they staged a strike in 2005, just a week before this episode aired, over teaching Whoa. assistants' working conditions and their right to unionize. Isn't that a fun fact? And
5: I have a vague memory of noticing them, but like barely mm-hmm. if I did. Mm hmm. Did you guys notice, Daniel? Did you so the,
3: you know the producers no. are making it real, man.
5: Yeah, they, they are, and man, I like it. Making
3: it real. Um, all right, that's going to do it, everybody. Pop culture.
5: I'm so happy the Crackstaff's back, but like
3: I am too.
5: One, I am too. one item. Sorry, sorry to dog him, but
3: come on. But no, 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 no. Oh, don't, don't, no, no. Don't go there with Crackstaff.
5: staff. am <laughs> oh, oh, into they, it. They,
3: they hit back, man. They hit back. Yeah, they Oof. sure do. Oh, they well, hit back.
5: Welcome back. We're happy they're
3: back. No, they're we're thrilled they're back. And yeah, you know what? Well, sure. We got a we got a nice uh well, it's it's gonna air and our priority did, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, last the, week we, we brought
5: but, them back last week.
3: Yeah, we brought them back. So anyway, all right, all the best, everybody. Thanks for the downloads. Love you. Uh keep the cards and letters coming. We do watch them. We do watch uh, them. We do read them while we crap. When, we sure we, do. We are actually like
5: <laughs> I was going potty. That's all I'll say. Right. But We do read them. We read the good ones <laughs> and the terribly mean ones.
3: No, we and read the them all. The funny
5: ones. And they really all. help
3: us. Yeah, we love mean. them. We're not in therapy yet, no. but we love
5: them. You do now.
3: Anyway. Uh, anyway. So and and big shout out to that family from Canada that I saw that that flagged me down in the restaurant last night. You were fun. Thanks for sending. Oh, yeah, yeah, they were really they were really really fun. Uh, they were just like it was great. Um anyway, all the best. Remember we I am all in, stay safe. follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iheartradio.com.
0: All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way?